Hey, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Hope everybody is doing fantastic. Probably didn't expect me uh, on a Friday morning like this, right? Uh, usually I do my, my live streams on Wednesdays, but just wanted to bring a, a special segment to all of you folks. So uh, say hi in the comments, introduce yourself. I'm just getting a few things set up over here, folks. And uh, don't be shy. Introduce yourself in the comments. Let me know who you are, where you're tuning in from, uh, what your, your professional background is, all that fun stuff. And let me know what city you're, you're repping, you're representing. Uh, and I'll get today's session started shortly. I'm just going to check if I am indeed live. Looks like I am. I'm not sure if the notification went out. Uh, so let me know in the comments, folks, if, uh, if my audio and video is clear and that you can indeed hear me. Yeah, it looks like I'm good. Uh, and I'll, whoops. Okay, there we go. There we go. I think we're all good. I think we're all good. So yeah, how's everybody doing? Everybody, I hope everybody's doing fantastic. We got uh, Hinil in the house. Hey, Hinil, good to see you here. Uh, I think it's been a while, but uh, I remember, I think we chatted or something some time ago, but uh, good to see you here, Hinil. And uh, we got Krunal in the house. Krunal, good to see you here. Thanks so much for tuning in all the way from India. Wow, awesome, fantastic. I, I love when my international uh, people uh, tune in as well. We got uh, Shaijan in the house. Uh, yeah, it's good, awesome. Thanks for confirming, Shaijan. We got Bincy in the house. Bincy, good to see you here. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got Gabriella. Thanks for tuning in, Gabriella. We got Ashish and we got Muhammad in the house. Hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, and yeah, let us know, folks, where, where you're from. Make friends with each other. It's a great networking opportunity for all of you folks to connect with each other as well, right? We got Bincy from Alberta. Wow, all the way from Alberta. Good to have you here, Bincy. Uh, we got someone says hello. So thanks for tuning in. Appreciate that. Muhammad's all the way from Jordan. Wow, uh, good to have you here, my friend. I, I, I'm not sure if I've had anyone from Jordan tune in yet. So uh, uh, definitely a very special guest here. So thanks so much for, for tuning in, Muhammad. Great to have you here. Uh, Sumant, good to see you here. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got uh, Fateme. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, Fateme. We got Ashish, all, also from India. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, Ashish. So look, hope everybody's doing fantastic. Feel free to let the, uh, keep the comments coming through, folks. And I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to definitely keep uh, you know putting the shout-outs out there. We got Simanshu from Alberta as well. Looks like we got some good representation from Alberta today, right? Uh, Fatime is from Toronto. We got Hinil also from Toronto. Good to go. Hey, uh, great to have all of you folks here, right? So, folks, look, just to give you a heads up, today is a, ses uh, a session you definitely want to be taking notes, all right? So, if you have not, I'm going to give you folks maybe a minute or two to get, get all set up and stuff so you're ready to take notes. And it's going to be an information packed session today. And I'm going to show you my three step process. It's based on the course I recently released. And I wanted to share with you the step-by-step, three-step three -step process, all right? So uh, some more, uh, we got Davinder from um, from Canada. Awesome, good to have you here, uh, a fellow Canadian here, uh, Davinder. Uh, you know, from Toronto. Uh, Saga is in the house. Sumant is representing Mrs. Saga. We got Palak from Guelph. Uh, we got uh, Mamata from Houston. Wow, we got H-Town in the house. Good to have you here, Mamata. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we got Alyssa from Toronto. Good to have you here, Alyssa. Thanks so much for tuning in. All right, folks. Are you ready to take notes? Let me know in the comments. I want to make sure you're ready to take notes. All right. So this session, I want you to set aside, I'd say around an hour or so, because I'm going to be speaking. It's uh, uh, going in, in depth into my, my three-step process. All right. Uh, wow. I had to give this shout out. Khalid all the way from England. Wow. the U uh, I guess England uh, as in the UK. Right. So thanks so much for tuning in, Khalid. Good to have you here. Uh, now, folks, uh, just, a, just a couple of announcements before we get started on some events I'm going to be speaking at. These are free events. So this Saturday, for those of you who, who have an interest in immigrating to Canada, 
or you're new immigrants, or maybe you, you got your PR stuff, you're about to move over here to Canada. I'm speaking at an event hosted by the very popular app Can PR. All right, so uh, this is the event. Um, I'll, I'll post a link later on. But if you want to attend, I'm going to be speaking about conducting an effective job search from start to finish. For those of you who are moving to Canada, Canada or, or new to Canada, you're, you're exploring Canada maybe. And that's going to be this Saturday, folks, at 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. All right. So this is from this is hosted by the CanPR app. I'll post a link later on. But if I forget, just shoot me a direct message. Just let me know. Hey, you, uh, just let me know. You know, hey, Dean, you didn't post a link. You know, can you send me the link for this event so I can sign up? So happy to do that for you, students and new graduates, students and new graduates. I'm speaking at a special event on Sunday, this Sunday, 1030 a.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, this is more geared towards students. It's organized by this uh, fantastic organization called Scholarship Track. So if you want to tune in for this, it's going to be Sunday. So I'm going to be talking about three keys to dominating your job search as a student, as a new graduate, as an entry level uh, you know, person, whatever your skill set is. So that's going to be on Sunday. So if you're a student, you're a new graduate, it's a free event. Uh, I'll post a link later on, but just in case I forget, feel free to send me a direct message after the live stream. And I'm happy to send you the link for that one as well. All right. So, so look forward to speaking to those events. Uh, for those of you attending, I'll see you either tomorrow or the day after as well. Uh, all right. So Bincy says she's ready for the notes. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. So folks, I'm going to share my screen shortly uh, and I'm going to present you with uh, today's Today's very important topic, right? It's a topic that's so important, and, and you're gonna see why as I go through with my presentation. Uh, so I got my my. Uh, I do have access to the comments here, so I will see your comments coming through. And yeah, folks, as as we're going through the today's topic, uh, feel free to keep the questions coming, all right? So put put keep keep your questions coming in the comments, and I'll I'll respond to the question. Uh, you know, any questions you have as we're going along, or uh, we will have a specific Q and A portion uh, right at the end of the presentation, all right? So. Uh, I have uh, the presentation up and ready and it looks like it's all set and all ready. So hope you're prepared to take notes, folks, right? So I'm going to be talking about today, the three-step process that you can utilize right away, right, right after you get off the session that you'll be able to implement and utilize to get more responses from hiring teams, all right? So be prepared to take notes. Any questions you have along the way, I do have my eye on the comments. I, I got my phone open here with the comments, so I'll, I'll keep an eye on that as well as much as possible. But if I miss your question, I'm not ignoring you. I'm going to get to the questions definitely at the Q&A part, all right? So um, the agenda, right? Just so all of you folks know what you're going to be uh, kind of learning and what I'm going to be going through in today's session. So firstly, I'm going to go a bit over what, what you know all of you and most of you are experiencing as a job seeker. This is based on my very close connection to job seekers. If you've been following me on LinkedIn for a while, you know I keep my ear to the, ear to the, ear to the, to the, to the streets, right? Figuratively speaking. I'm always communicating with, with all of you job seekers out there. I'm, I'm hearing your frustrations. I'm hearing your challenges. So I'm going to be going over some of the key challenges you're facing as a job seeker. Secondly, I'm going to be sharing with you some LinkedIn poll data. This is from a poll that I conducted on LinkedIn. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of the numbers behind applying online. Now, uh, don't zone out when I go over the, you know these first two parts, folks, because this is laying the foundation as to why you have to have to have to use uh my either my three-step process or some of some other proactive process when you're applying for jobs online right so so these two parts uh pay good attention all right because it's laying the foundation for why you need to be taking much more proactive steps in your job search all right so so hanging with hanging with me on that now part of my process definitely does involve direct messaging so i know a lot of you might have this thought hey dean you know i've tried direct messaging it doesn't work i don't get any responses 
So I'm going to be addressing that concern or that objection you folks have. And I'm going to be explaining to you why it's why possibly your your direct messages are not generating any responses from hiring teams. All right. So I'm going to go over that next. Uh, next, I'm going to break down my three step process. Right. I'm going to break my three step process down. It's 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 uh, you know and the, and the new course I released earlier this week on Monday uh, is based around my three step process. But I'm going to be breaking down to you step by step what exactly my three step process is. Uh, and for those of you who are able to take that information and, and implement it yourself, hey, absolutely fantastic. That's great. Now, some of you, of course, you know, might have some concerns as well, right? Like uh, in terms of, the, again, the positives, the negatives of direct messaging. So I'm going to be telling you the pluses and minuses of direct messaging, right? Because it's not all rainbows and ponies and, and butterflies and all that stuff. There are certain negatives as well that comes with direct messaging, but there's also a lot of positives. So at the end of the session, I want you to still implement direct messaging, right? Uh, and like I said, some of you by the end of the session will be able to implement this on your own. But some of you might need extra help, right? Because because it might be a lot of information. You might feel like, whoa, you know, how do I implement this? I need more details, Dean. I need more specific guidance on how to do this. So for those of you, I want you to stick around if you feel like, you know, you definitely want to learn more about how I can personally help you. So at the very end of the session, I'm going to be providing you with more details about a, a very special offer I wanted to present today for those of you who want to continue your journey with me and, and, and uh, you know, you need that extra help, you need more guidance on implementing my three-step process, I'm going to be sharing with you a ridiculous offer uh, that's that's going to be very, very affordable to so many people, not just here in Canada and America and North America, but I made it so I made it uh, with people across the world in mind because I know not everyone can afford some of the things, you know, when you do the currency conversion thing, you know, it might be totally different for someone in a different country, right? So I try to make this uh, offer as affordable as possible. So that's going to be right at the end. So if you're interested in hearing about that, hey, make sure you, you stick around, you hang around. Uh, so I can present, so I can present you with my special, special offer. And then finally, I'm going to wrap it up with the Q and A. So as I'm going through the session, folks, keep the questions coming. All right. So I'm going to do my best to respond to any questions as we go along. Uh, but you know, you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know, Dean tends to get a little intense. I get, I get a little, you know, really into the, into the stuff I'm talking about. So I might get my eyes off the comments, but if that's the case at the very end, we're going to do, I'm going to focus entirely on the questions. So any questions you have, keep them coming in the comments, not ignoring your questions. If I'm, if I uh, miss out your questions, so just keep them coming. All right. So let's get this started folks. Hope you have, hope you have your, uh, uh, you know, your notes ready and you're ready to take notes. All right. So first of all, before, you know, for those of you who might not be aware of who I am and, and you know why you should even pay attention to this dude here with, with, the, with, the, with the hat with his logo, uh, why should you pay attention to what I have to say today? So just a real quick intro about myself for those of you who might not be familiar with me. First of all, thanks so much for tuning in if this is your first time. And shout out to everyone on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter tuning in. Uh, appreciate all of you tuning in. So first of all, uh, my experience is, is based on my eight plus years working in the staffing industry as a recruiter, right? So I actually started off in the, in the staffing industry, uh, crazy, crazy as it might sound, actually starting my own agency. It was a little operation, it was only you know, myself, uh, but I ran that for about five years. And I've also worked for agencies as well, right? So, so everything from small size, boutique style, small staffing agencies, and I've also worked for large size, huge multinational agencies as well. And I've recruited for so many different clients. And that's, I'd say, one of the great things about working at a staffing agency is because it's allowed me to work for so many different clients, like different types of uh, industries and organizations, some of which I've, I've listed over there, and different types of organizational types as well, right? So from uh, I've recruited for startups, I've recruited for early stage startups, uh, startups that are more well-established, all the way through to, again, you know, large size organizations, multinational organizations, 
organizations that have existed even before I was born, right? Uh, and for a variety of industries, some of which I've listed there, tech, retail, e-commerce, banking, finance, insurance. So if you've been following me for a while and you're like, how does this dude know the stuff that he he knows? Like, how does he post all this job search stuff? Uh, it's because of, of, you know, me being, you know, very privileged to have experienced this working in the staffing industry for so many different types of organizations in so many different types of industries, right? So, so that's where the all of my knowledge is based on. Uh, being a recruiter on the front lines, folks. All right, and and being in in the in the recruitment industry, working as a recruiter, I've been involved in recruitment negotiations with with a variety of different stakeholders and decision makers. You know, HR people, in-house recruiters, all the way up to C-level executives and business owners. So again, that's why you'll find if you're following me on social media, a lot of my stuff makes sense in, in a practical sense because I've been involved in negotiations with various types of uh, stakeholders from from various levels. And uh, the advice I post on LinkedIn is is basically me looking at the patterns, right? Like what what are some of the things I've learned in all these various interactions, all these different organizations that's going to apply to anyone everywhere uh, in their job search journey. So, so that's what it's all based on, right? Uh, and, and now I've been pa- actively posting on LinkedIn since 2016. I've built up a current following of 30,000 plus, which I feel very honored and very privileged to be. And I'm also, uh, you know, one of the most well-known tech recruiters in Toronto. Now, I recently made a departure from from tech recruitment, uh, but uh, you know, even as a job search coach right now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the most well-known people speaking about job search stuff here in Toronto. Uh, so, uh, if you're not, if you haven't followed me for a while on LinkedIn, hey, expect a lot of job search content as you continue to follow me, and and you know, I, and I definitely appreciate that support. Uh, I've also been a panelist, a guest, or a peak keynote speaker. At least within the past year, I've spoken at at least 30 plus events, in, in mostly in Canada and the States. Uh, now, for the States, they have been mostly been virtual, and, and here in Canada, as a result of the pandemic as well, you know, definitely virtual uh, uh, events. Uh, but the, the common feedback I get from so many job seekers who reach out to me or who hear me speak and, you know, uh, watch my stuff is how concise and practical and pragmatic my tips are. And this is definitely as a result of me, you know, being being uh, a recruiter myself. But most importantly, folks, is this last bullet point. I've been exactly where you are as a job seeker. I know exactly what it's like to not know, you know, left from right, how are you going to approach your job search? Um, and this is really what inspired me to want to, uh, you know, uh, share this information, share this knowledge. And, and really what makes me passionate, even when I was, uh, you know, a recruiter as well, right? Because I hated that feeling of not knowing what to do in my job search. So this is what I bring to the table. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, your first time hearing me, I hope you get a lot of knowledge and information from this session. I definitely hope to continue building a relationship with you as we continue to keep in touch and you continue to follow me on social media as well. All right. So uh, today's session, folks, here's what here's what, uh, you know, really inspired me to start talking about this whole thing about applying for jobs online. All right. Because I've uh, again as someone very active on LinkedIn, as, as someone, you know, even working as a recruiter, I've, all, I've always kept in close communication with what job seekers are going through on the job market and what they're experiencing. So here's what you're probably experiencing right now. And let me know in the comments if this sounds familiar, right? And this is based on people just telling me what they're going through. All right. First of all, no responses to your job applications from hiring teams, right? Major complaint I hear from so many people. Uh, recruiters and HR people are not responding to your applications as well. Or maybe you're, you're, you're messaging them on LinkedIn. Maybe you're emailing them on LinkedIn, but even they're not responding. Or even if they are definitely not as many as you'd like responding to your, your communication, right? Whether it's a LinkedIn message or an an email communication as well. Uh, you're trying to get referrals. Everyone says, Hey, Hey, you know what? It's not about, you know, what, you know, it's about who, you know, and you know, other cute sayings like that. 
uh, hey, I'm on Instagram as well. I see those things as well. Uh, so you try to get referrals, but that's not getting you anywhere as well, right? Like, like how do you even get referrals? Like, is that even an effective method? But then again, you don't know what else you can do either. Now, what have you tried as a result of that, right? Those are the issues. What have you tried? Well, based on my conversations with so many job seekers and, and what I've tried myself as well in the past, like these are some of the things you're probably trying, right? You're trying to be more selective in what you apply for or you're being less selective, right? Now, now some of you probably been in the position where at the beginning you're like, you know what? I'm going to be very selective about what I'm applying for uh, and I'm going to be very focused about what I'm, I'm, I'm going to be trying out in my job search, right? Uh, but then what happens is you're not getting responses, you're not getting results. So then you're like, uh, you know what? Let me let me be a little less picky. Let me let me you know maybe I shouldn't be so picky. You know maybe I should widen my net a bit more. Uh, let me also consider other types of positions as well, right? Uh, for those of you who are senior folks, uh, you know tuning in, you're probably kind of nodding your head right now, right? You started your search. You're like, I'm only going to focus on the senior positions. Uh, you're not getting responses. You're not getting results. Your job search is going nowhere. Now, suddenly you're dropping your standards a bit, right? And, and you're saying, okay, you know what? Let me apply for the senior positions, but let me let me consider the intermediate positions out there as well. And then push comes to shove. Uh, and, you know, uh, next thing you know, you're applying for like new graduate positions as well. You're, you're applying for junior positions and entry-level positions. So, uh, you know, a lot of you might be experiencing this where, where you're like, okay, I should be more selective. I should be less selective. And you're trying that out and it's still not getting you results or at least not as many results as you'd like. Uh, we got Nick here. Nick says it's Friday live stream time. Hey, good to see you here, Nick. Shout out to Nick. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Praveen says 100% true. I'm, I'm experiencing all of them. Yeah, uh, because this and, and hey, look, folks, uh, if, if there's anything I want to communicate to all of you is that you're not alone. I mean, if, if all of you are experiencing this, it's because so many people I hear this so many from so many people. And I'm not just talking about during the pandemic. I'm talking even before the pandemic, right? When things were, were nice and rosy and cheerful as well. Uh, you've tried doing more networking, right? They're saying it's, uh, they're, they're like, hey, uh, you know, it's, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And, uh, you know, your network is your net worth. Uh, again, again, with those cute in Instagram sayings, right? So what do you do? You try to do more networking. You're like, okay, you know what? I got to reach out to more people. I got to reach out to so-and-so. I got to reach out to these recruiters. I got to reach out to these people. They might know someone at this company. You're trying to do more networking to see if you can get more referrals. And maybe that gets you some somewhere sometimes. Maybe that gets you some introductions. You get some conversations, but it's still not going anywhere. Uh, and then finally, you're like, you know, okay, let me see if I what I can do on my resume. Maybe it's something to do with my resume. Maybe it's something to do with my cover letter. Let me tweak that some more. Let me attend a couple of more free sessions here. Let me attend that session over there. Let me get a resume writer. Let me invest in a resume writer. Uh, let me go to this organization's uh, information session. Let me get a mentor, right? You're spending more time tweaking, updating, and experimenting with your resume as well. And then you're applying and still, you know, you're kind of in the same position as you were before. And you've all, and by the way, this this particular point, I definitely support this. You should always be, uh, you know, upgrading your skills and your knowledge, folks, for sure, right? So, so the other thing you're doing is you're you're investing in upgrading your skills as well. You're like, hey, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I need to get more certifications, right? Maybe I need to uh, learn new things. Uh, so now you're dishing out a hundred, a couple of hundred bucks, or maybe a couple of thousands bucks, right? For those of you in tech, definitely, I know some of those certifications can be really expensive. And you're like, let me upgrade myself, right? Let me let me learn new stuff. Maybe that's going to make me a more attractive, appealing candidate. And you're doing that. And then everyone's like, hey, you know what? LinkedIn's the big thing. You got you to be applying on LinkedIn. You got to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, messaging people on LinkedIn. You got to build relationships and all that stuff. So now you're trying to figure out how to message people on LinkedIn. You're trying to figure out LinkedIn in general, right? Uh, you, you start posting things here and there. 
you start talking about you know your situation and stuff like that yeah it gets you likes and, and comments and support and stuff like that but does it go anywhere well for the most part if you're anything like me folks and i've done this in the past like early on when you know even back when linkedin was kind of new and uh, I, I hear people doing this all the time as well right trying trying to use that avenue as well and ultimately it's the same thing right what you're left with you're left with still no responses or nearly not as much as you'd like uh, you're spending more time applying online, more time customizing your resume, more time, uh, uh, you know, customizing your, uh, you know, cover letter. Hours and hours doing this stuff and, and like nothing's happening, nothing's changing. And you're in a constant state of mystery. Like how does, how on earth does this online job application process work? Like how does this stuff work? Like what am I supposed to do? Uh, like, do you, uh, you know, what do people want me to do? You want me to do like a little monkey dance? You want me to do the Cirque du Soleil thing to get some attention here? Like you're not getting any responses, right? And it's very frustrating. And I know that because I have experienced this myself and I continue to hear about these frustrations from job seekers. So you're in a constant state of mystery about what to do. Like, how do you apply for jobs online? How do you actually get, get responses from hiring teams? Uh, and you don't know how to stand out without a referral, but you can't think of any other way to stand out either, right? Without getting a referral. So this is what a lot of a lot of you are facing in, in, in your job search, right? This is, this is These are the major frustrations. And the reason why I, I went all over all this stuff, folks, is, is to show you why, uh, you know, basically to set the groundwork for the next slide, because I want to let you know, first and foremost, that you're not alone. You're not the only person experiencing this. All right. So uh, check this out. Right. So this is from a recent poll I did. All right. So now this poll is from from last month. I literally did this poll last month, January 2021, uh, while we're in the midst of this whole pandemic. Right. And check out that landslide vote, folks, in terms of the the greatest challenge most job seekers are facing, right? So, so when I put that, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm no, you know, poll master or anything like that. Uh, but check this out. I asked job seekers last month in January, right? Job seekers of the following, what is the greatest challenge you're currently facing in your job search? And those were the responses. So the options were no responses when I apply, uh, can't pass the interview stage, right? Uh, salary rate negotiations and then finally I put other in case there was there were any other major areas that I didn't cover in those in those options and check out the landslide vote folks for 76% said no responses when I applied right now in my opinion fairly good sample size for 429 people voted right if you take a look at that over there at the, at the bottom left of the poll 429 votes I mean I think that's a pretty good sample size let me know what you think in the comments folks if you think that's a fairly reasonable or pretty good sample size but 76% of you, so of the 429, 326 of you said no responses when I apply is the, is the greatest challenge you're facing in your job search. Now, why am I showing you this? First of all, to let you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of, uh, you know, regarding yourself if, if you're experiencing the same challenge because you're not alone. Uh, I mean, this is not like, uh, you know, there, there was kind of a, a, a very small difference between no responses when I apply and the, and the other options. This is a huge, significant uh, vote for, for that, that first one, right? No responses when I apply. So you're not alone, folks, right? And a lot of you might be experiencing low self-esteem right now. You're, you feel like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't know enough. Maybe I don't have the right skills. Uh, my resume is not good. No, folks, stop telling, that, telling yourself that. That is not the issue. You are not the problem. Like so many people are experiencing this, all right? So this is why I wanted to show you this poll. Literally, if you met with 10 job seekers, pretty much at least seven of those job seekers are going to be experiencing this very challenge. No responses when I apply uh, online. Right. And, and we got Sumit says, uh, Sumit, this, uh, Sumit says, this is a fair sample, Dean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Sumit, you know what? When I saw these results, 
I was like blown away because uh, I mean, this is clearly not a small, some, some little small issue that just a few people are dealing with. Uh, that's a landslide vote right there, folks. All right. So this is a very real challenge. So look, if you're experiencing this, don't feel bad. Quit being hard on yourself. Quit, quit thinking that you're not good enough or you don't have this. You don't have that. That is not the problem, folks. And, and, and in the next slide, I'm going to explain to you exactly why you folks are not getting responses when you're simply applying online, all right? But if you wanna, if you wanna look at this poll, by the way, it, um, after the session, just go to my LinkedIn profile. Uh, in the featured section, I've actually put this poll uh, right there. You can't vote anymore, the, like the, the voting is closed, but you can check this out. You can check out the results right there, you know, and, and it's, it's on my profile under the featured section. So just check that out. Uh, and the poll is there and it's, it's crazy. Like when I saw this, it's, it was just very disheartening, right? When I, when I saw this. And by the way, as a side note, before I get to the next slide, uh, I did this vote uh, during the beginning of the pandemic and, and back then I think it was around like, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more people voted. I think it was like 540 people or something like that voted. And at that time, no responses when I applied was 64% of the response. So, I mean, it, it's gone up. Like this issue has pretty much gone up. Like when I did this last year, when the pandemic first hit, it was 64%. Now it's gone up to like 76%. Right. So this is a real issue, folks, and, and we and, and all of you folks need to need to uh, take steps in dealing with this. Now, what are you up against when you're applying online? Why is it that this is happening? You're like, Dean, all right, you're all right, Dean, fair enough. You're saying, you know, don't feel bad, bad about myself. You're saying, Dean, it's not me. And you're saying I'm not the issue. Well, what's the issue? Well, folks, let me give you a quick breakdown of what is happening. And yeah, Nick, I see your comment. Nick says this is really sad. Yeah. Folks, it's, it's extremely sad. Like I, when I saw this, like it just, it, it's extremely disheartening. And, and I hate to think so many of you are, are uh, you know, experiencing this thing. Like, uh, uh, I mean, it's crazy, right? And uh, here's the reason why, folks, and this is what you're up against when you're applying online, right? And now I'm going to go over some numbers, again, to just kind of set the framework, because I want to argue for why simply hitting submit and waiting for a response is not the right uh, process you need to be taking, all right? So I'm setting the groundwork here, so, so bear with me, because I'm trying to convince you as to why you need to go above and beyond simply applying online, all right? So bear with me. So these are the numbers that you're up against when you're applying online. Now, first of all, you are competing, folks, on average with 250 applications per job posting. If you're taking notes, you want to write this down. Now, don't feel discouraged because I'm going to show you later on how you can overcome this, right? But I'm just letting you know the reality of the situation. There are, on average, 250 applications per job posting. Now, feel free to Google this. Based on my research, this is what I was able to come up with from a couple of different sources and articles I saw online. The average is 250 applications per job posting. Now, in the, this is pre-COVID. This is pre-COVID-19, folks, all right? So I tried to search for what the new averages are. I couldn't find any, any good uh, sources for what the new average might be. But I, I, I can pretty much guarantee, folks, the average has probably gone up, right? With the mass layoffs, uh, you know, industries going out of business, much more people be becoming available for talent. Uh, I'm pretty sure this average has gone up. But this is what you're up against. When you're applying for a position, you, you, you customize your resume. You all do all that great stuff. you got the cover letter. You submit. Uh, 249 other people are submitting for the same role on average. And that's pre-COVID-19, all right? Now, what happens beyond that point, right? And and, and this is where I want to, you know, kind of input my, my, my uh, you know, perspective as a recruiter. No recruiter on earth, folks, is going to go through each and every one of those, on average, 250 applications, all right? Uh, this is, and, and I just saw your comment, Nick. So, so check out Nick's comment. Nick just said, we got 800 applications for a junior role before we took down the ad. Folks, this is exactly what you're up against, right? Uh, and so Nick's saying for a junior role, 800 applications, right? 
So thanks for sharing that, Nick. I mean, that's that's a great piece of. Uh, I mean, that that's coming straight from the front lines right there, right? Uh, you know, Nick being someone who's who's posted, uh, you know, that ad himself. So look, uh, on average, 250 applications. Now, folks, no recruiter is going to go through each and every one of those 250 applications, right? And it's not because recruiters don't care. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. It's not because recruiters don't care. It's not because they, they're mean or something like that. Uh, but keep in mind that recruiters are not just recruiting on one position. Most recruiters, folks, whether it's a corporate recruiter or a staffing agency recruiter, you got to keep in mind they're recruiting on multiple positions. So let's say we got a recruiter that's recruiting on, on four positions. And let's say each of those positions have on average 250 applications. That's like a thousand applications right there. No way on earth any recruiter is going to go through each and every one of those applications, right? Look, I know there's people posting on LinkedIn about, yeah, you know, uh, I'm showing empathy to job seekers. I'm going through every application. Yeah, that sounds nice and fuzzy and warm, folks, but I promise you no recruiter is going to go through each and every one of the applications, right? What's happening is uh, they're going to do a keyword search, right? The recruiter is going to do a keyword search. This is what I used to do as well. Because, uh, you know, no way I can go through hundreds and hundreds of applications, right? Uh, line by line and, you know, through each of them. So the recruiters are going to do a keyword search and going to narrow it down to maybe something more manageable. Maybe anywhere between 10 to 20 applications that they're going to actually, uh, you know, give a, give a look over and actually call the candidate, call the applicant. So right there, that, 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 that puts us down to less than 8% of the applications are actually going to receive a phone call, okay? Not even interview. We're, we're not even getting interviews, right? I'm talking about phone calls. So the recruiter is going to conduct a keyword search. They're going to narrow it down to something more manageable, generally around 10 to 20 applications that they're going to actually give a phone call to the applicant. So now we're at less than 8%. What happens to the other remaining like 92% uh, 92 of applications? Well, they're literally going to sit there on the ATS collecting digital dust, all right? No one's going to look at those resumes, at least not right now. Because the recruiters done their keyword search, they've narrowed it down. They're gonna call those those handful of people that they've decided that they're gonna give a phone call to. Now, for those of you watching this, if you've ever experienced like a recruiter calling you like months and months later after you're no longer on the market for work, it's because at the time that you applied and they did the keyword search, your resume did not happen to show up in those in those initial results, and you didn't get a phone call. But later on, they they conducted some different keyword combination. And your application happened to show up at, at that point in the future. And, and then suddenly now they're giving you a phone call and asking you if you're available. So if you're wondering what's going on there, that, that's pretty much what's happening, right? So less than 8% will receive an actual phone call. And the rest of the resumes, rest of the applications are simply sitting there in the ATS. So for those of you asking, how do you beat the ATS? Dean, what are some tricks to beat the ATS? Here's the, here's, here's the reality, folks. You, you don't need to beat the ATS. Every resume, every application submitted to an ATS lands within the ATS. It, it makes it through. There's nothing to beat. You are in the ATS. It's simply a matter of, uh, you know, uh, the odds of your resume or application getting found and actually getting a phone call is less than 8% at this point. All right. Now, what happens next? Of those 10 to 20 people that the, that the recruiter reaches out to, they're not going to present each and every one of them uh, to, the, uh, to the hiring manager or to the hiring team, right? Uh, they're gonna they're gonna screen those people over the phone, right? They're gonna determine, okay, of these ten to twenty people that I'm reaching out to, I'm gonna present only maybe four or five people. Now, why is that? Because folks, the hiring because interviewing itself takes uh, it's a very time consuming uh, thing, right? Uh, usually, interviews take maybe one hour, maybe even more, right? Maybe one two hours or something like that. And usually, the hiring team, especially if there's multiple stakeholders involved, they gotta get multiple people away from their core tasks, their core duties, their core responsibilities to come and do the interview thing, right? So because of that, the hiring team is like, hey, look, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Recruiter, 
Uh, I got a whole bunch of other stuff. I got my core duties and responsibilities to do. I just need you to find me your top four candidates uh, and I'll schedule interviews and you, you know, uh, let me know who those are and I will schedule the interviews. So of those 10 to 20 people, the recruiter might, might actually uh, phone call. They're going to determine, okay, who are the four or five people that I can actually present to the hiring team? And that's going to be less than 2%, folks, right? Because of between 10 to 20, they got to select like four or maybe five people, right? So already we're at less than 2%. And we're not even at the interview stage, right? This is not even interviews. This is just submitting people to the, to the interview team, sorry, to the hiring manager team. So they can consider if they want to even interview these, these four people that were, that were presented by the recruiter. So even before getting an interview, we're, we're, we're already at less than 2%. So less than 2% of those 250 applications have a chance of even being presented presented to the hiring team. Not even get an interview yet, but just presented. Uh, we got Nikechi, my friend Nikechi. Good to have you here, Nikechi. Nikechi says, uh, thanks, Dean. Very interesting and informative as always. Hey, no worries. Hey, folks, I'm just giving you the behind the scenes look. All right, now, some of you might be feeling disheartened right now, but don't worry. I'm going to show you proactive steps that you need to be taking to overcome these barriers. But... I wanted to hit you with these these facts and these you know, numbers and stuff like that because I need you to take this situation very seriously. A lot of you think that having a good resume, having a good cover letter is all you got, you got, all you need, right? It is not all you need, folks. This is the reality of the situation. I'm showing you behind the scenes what's going on here, right? So what do we have so far? Of those 250 applications, less than 2% will actually be presented to the hiring team. And, and what I don't know what the number is, but less than maybe 1%. Will, uh, you know, have the chance of actually, you know, getting that interview and, and, and the hiring team is going to see, yeah, you know what, this looks like a great profile. We want to schedule an interview. All right. So if you applied for a job and, and it's resulted in you getting an interview, hey, congrats to you. I mean, congratulations, kudos. You, you made it through. You beat the odds. Basically, you beat the odds, right? If, if you actually made it through and actually got an interview as a result of only applying online. But these are the figures, folks. But look, what I'm trying to argue for up until this point is if you're only applying online, folks, if you think the process ends when you hit submit or when you hit send, you're going to be depending on these odds and these numbers, right? And I don't want you depending on these odds and these numbers. And, and if you're simply hitting submit, you're hit, simply hitting submit or send and you're waiting for the responses, that is a losing game, folks. All right. You have to in incorporate direct messaging. All right. So that's going to be the remainder of my, pr my, my presentation. I'm going to be advocating and, and encouraging you to implement direct messaging as part of your strategy, all right? Now, some of you might be like, well, Dean, I've already tried direct messaging. You know, I've tried direct messaging people and I've tried following up with people and it just doesn't work, all right? So so I'm going to talk about my program in a bit more detail later on, but do you know, folks, the four components of an effective direct message, right? Because simply sending it, uh, any, any direct message is, is, is it's not going to get you results. You have to formulate a good, strong, compelling eye-catching attention-grabbing message right so if you're sending out messages and it's not getting you results well what is the the content of the message right you're sending out follow-up messages and you're not getting any responses you're like dean follow-up doesn't work i'm sending follow-up messages and i'm not getting any responses are you aware folks of the three building blocks to formulating an effective follow-up message right now these components are covered in my program in more detail i'm going to talk about that later but even if not I want you folks to start direct messaging. You, you need to start direct messaging, folks. That's going to get you more results than simply submitting and waiting for a response. So look, if, you're, if your direct message does not have the right components uh, and you're not uh, you know, doing it effectively and, and consistently, your direct messages might look like the ones that I'm about to show. All right. Now, I've, 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 I've uh, you know, blurred out names and stuff like that to, to protect the identity of the innocent. 
And if your messages look like this, don't feel bad, folks. Right? And I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of the direct messages most of you folks are sending out. But again, my job I want to give you the reality of the situation, right? Uh, in terms of what you're sending out and why it's not effective. So for those of you sending out direct messages, uh, let me know. I mean, don't maybe you maybe you don't want to let me know, but but you know, just think about whether your messages might be looking like this, and this is this could be why you're not getting responses to your direct messages. So here's here's an example message I, I, that I got, right? Hello, I was applying for the data quali quality analyst position at blah, 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 and got a pop-up saying that you're a connection. Would you be able to help me with a reference there or in any way? Thanks. So uh, for those of you, you know, reaching out and trying to get referrals, this might be, or some variation of this is probably what you're sending out, right? And if that's the case, uh, if you're sending out messages like that, it's not gonna get you a response. You need to write a proper compelling message, right? Another example, maybe you're sending something like this. Uh, so this person sent me, hey, dear Dean, uh, hope you're doing fine. I'm looking for an appropriate opportunity as per my skills, experience, and knowledge. Please let me know if you have the right opportunity within your esteemed organization. I'm sending my CV in the attachment for your perusal. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Kind regards, and they attach their resume. If you're sending a message like that, folks, that is not a uh, an, an effective direct message, right? Uh, or any variation of that. If you're sending it out, you're not getting responses. It's because it does not have the right components to an effective direct message. Now, another example might be this one. Hi, Dean. I'm a, you know, blah, 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 with 14 years of experience in program management, product development and growth. I have been working in Toronto with, you know, blah, 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 since February 2020. I'm looking for a new role and I would like the chance to connect and discuss my profile. Please suggest. So, folks, in my eight plus years working in recruitment, these are the typical messages that recruiters get that I have gotten that most of my colleagues in recruitment get. And, and that I continue to get to this day, all right? And, and the, if you're sending out messages like this, this is why you're not getting responses, all right? Uh, because these messages are, are, you know, they don't, they don't really, uh, uh, you know, stand out or capture the attention of the recipient. Uh, so it's not just a matter of sending out the messages itself, but it's also what you're writing in the message. Like, what are you writing that's gonna capture their attention? Uh, what's what's what, what are you writing in the message that's going to really compel them to want to get in touch? So if you're going to go at this uh, and you're going to start implementing direct messaging, I want you to think about how do I create a message that's going to get attention, that's going to be compelling, and that's going to be relevant to the person that I'm reaching out to. You need to to do that, folks. All right, uh, because if your message is any variation variation of these messages here, then you'll understand why no one's responding to you because these are the typical messages that that all all you know recruiters get hiring managers get on a day-to-day -day basis, right? They're all the same. They're all very similar and nothing stands out. Uh, and, and seniority level does not matter at all either. Like, like one, some of the, you know, one of these messages from, is from like a junior person. Uh, one of the messages is from like a senior level person who has like, you know, 14 plus years of experience, right? Now, no offense to anyone that sends these messages, okay? I'm not trying to make, a, make fun of everyone. I'm not trying to make fun of anyone. I'm just pointing out uh, why you're not getting responses if you have been direct messaging. So if you are direct messaging, you need to think about how can I create a message that's going to be compelling to the person reading the message, that's going to stand out, and that's going to get them want to get in communication with me. All right. So I want you thinking about that as you're thinking about direct messaging. So my three-step process, now I'm going to break down to you my three-step process on how you need to be applying for positions online. Now you definitely want to be taking notes, folks, all right? <clears throat> so Clearly, what I've been arguing for up until this point is, if you're only customizing your resume, you're you're uh, uh, you know doing your cover letter, you got your LinkedIn profile all good, and you're and you're hitting submit, you're you're hitting apply, you're hitting quick apply, and you're waiting for a response, 
no uh-uh no more of that folks all right uh in fact you know if you've been listening and paying attention you should know by now dean's uh, what dean is saying is that is not enough i need to go above and beyond so folks you need to make the commitment to go above and beyond simply heading submit and send all right so number one is uh my number one step of my process is apply and or identify now in this particular step of the process there's two components all right uh because we're going to be going after you, you got to be going after not just the public job postings but you got to be identifying the non-public job postings as well right so first and foremost what all of you are mostly doing is applying to public job posting right so you got to apply for the job postings you know you're doing that stuff you're hitting the submit and all that stuff that's great but now the additional component you got to do is i want you to identify hiring managers right because you got to be identifying hiring managers potential hiring managers that could be involved in the hiring process or the hiring decision uh, uh in regards to the positions that you're applying for and, and we're going to be reaching out to them through direct messaging in step number two but this is where you're laying the groundwork now some of you might be like well dean i mean this sounds like a lot of work like i gotta do research hey folks welcome to planet earth where we're not everything is going to be handed to you like real easy folks all right you got to do some legwork you got to lay some groundwork um uh, it is a simple three-step process but simple does not mean easy you got to do you got to do the legwork here you got to do some groundwork right so from now on when you're applying folks you, you got to be applying and i want you identifying hiring managers that that potential hiring managers that work for the company that you're going to be reaching out to when you're direct messaging now some of you might be wondering well dean how do i identify the hiring managers well i cover that in detail in my program all right so for those of you who need more help with that i'm going to provide more information about my program later on but this is what you need to be doing in regards to the public job postings right now, number two is identify organizations in the hidden job market, right? Because a lot of you, what you're doing is you're only going after the public job postings on, on LinkedIn, on Monster, on Indeed, you know, all, the, all those all those known places. Uh, but you want to be expanding the, the, the potential opportunities on your hands. So you need to identify opportunities that might not be publicly advertised, right? Now, in the comments, uh, you know, if you, if you noticed before, Nick, Nick gave a, a, a great example of this, right? So Nick said that they, they did a public posting and they got like 800 applications, right? So this is a perfect example of what why some organizations might actually not want to publicly advertise uh, positions that they're, uh, they're, that they're recruiting for, right? Because they know that they're going to advertise it. They're going to be, there's going to be a whole bunch of maybe a couple of hundred applications. They're not going to have any time of day to go through all those applications. So they're going to use other means, other avenues. So this is where you folks need to be thinking about, hey, how can I identify these hidden job opportunities? Now, I, I do, again, I do cover this, you know, some of these avenues in uh, in my program in detail. And I actually share with you one one strategy in, in particular that staffing agencies use to identify these opportunities, right? Uh, some of you, you know, those of you who are who are active job seekers, you might be sometimes wondering, hey, how do staffing agencies find these opportunities? How do they identify these opportunities before the rest of us do? So in my program, I actually go into detail and, and provide you more information on how you can identify, you know, these hidden opportunities using a strategy utilized by staffing agencies, right? But what you can do at your end to identify these hidden job opportunities is, uh, definitely through networking. You definitely want to be consistently, constantly networking, especially with people who are potential hiring managers, right? You got to be connecting with people on LinkedIn, folks. Build those relationships. They might have knowledge of, of, of potential opportunities that that might not publicly be advertised, but they will be able to give you a heads up on. So, so you got to build those relationships. Another avenue is, of course, you can uh, you know definitely build good relationships with credible, uh, trustworthy staffing agencies or staffing agency recruiters that you are aware of. Because again, they will they will be able to identify these hidden opportunities potentially before you can, right? In most cases, so that'll be another way for you to access this hidden job market. But uh, outside of that, 
you, you identify these opportunities and, uh, and you know, what you want to do is uh, you want to identify the hiring managers. Just like in the previous uh, bullet point, you want to identify the hiring managers and you want to build out your list because you're going to be direct messaging in them in, in step number two. All right. So you need to be doing that. Now, uh, just a quick side note, if you're being represented by a staffing agency, do not, do not, do not try to bypass them and, and directly contact the hiring manager if you're already in the process, all right? It's a different story if the staffing agency says, yeah, we don't think you're a good fit. We can't help you with this position. Hey, if that's the case, then by all means, feel free to bypass them and go directly to the hiring team. But if you're in an active process, you're being represented by an agency for a specific uh, opportunity, do not bypass them. It's gonna backfire. That's not gonna work out well for you, all right? So this is what you need to be doing when you're applying folks. So it's not just simply a matter of applying, right? What I'm trying to say here is don't just apply. Yeah, you definitely want to apply, but you want to then go above and beyond. You want to identify potential hiring managers, right? And you want to build out your list and you're going to be direct messaging them in the next step. Now, step number two is direct messaging, right? Surprise, surprise. So this is where you need to initiate communication to position yourself as a viable candidate. So you've hit apply, you've submitted your resume, you've got your list of potential hiring managers. Now you want to send that compelling, eye-catching, attention-grabbing, direct message that's going to help, uh, you know, help you really stand out amongst all those other applications, all those hundreds of apl applicants that might be applying for the position. And the hiring manager themselves is not going to go over that pile, right? The recruiter is probably going to do it and all that stuff. So you want to first and foremost uh, identify those hiring managers and send that direct message and initiate communication to position yourself as a viable candidate, right? So this is where we're, we're taking the proactive means. We're going up, but we're not depending on that to, uh, you know, those, those statistics. I don't want you to be able to be like, yeah, I'm going to make it to that 8%. Yeah, Dean, I'm going to make it to that 2%. Hey, if you want to do that, hey, that's your choice, folks. I'm just telling you the reality, right? I don't want you depending on that. You, you need to take these proactive steps, right? So step number two is direct message. And remember, create a message that's going to be compelling to the recipient, that's going to stand out, that's going to get attention, that's going to communicate your value, right? You need to uh, initiate that direct message. Now, keep in mind that not all of your direct messages are going to get responses, right? You will have to follow up, which brings me to the third point, uh, third part of the process. You need to follow up, folks. You need to, you need to incorporate a strong follow-up strategy. And follow-up itself is a strategy right a lot of you folks think of follow-up as a task it's something you do you do once or twice and then after that you're like dean you know what i don't want to annoy people i don't want to bother people i'm just going to check in with them once or twice and that's it folks follow-up is 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 not a task it's a strategy and it's a strategy that needs to be carried out over a period of time now this is this is where my my expertise and skills uh, as a sales professional as someone who has studied sales prospecting follow-up marketing negotiating all this stuff inside and out where I can assure you, follow-up is extremely important. And, it's, and, and you know, if, 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 if I didn't uh, follow up on certain people, you know, during my career, like and even as a recruiter, I would not be able to present the kind of talent that I've been able to present to my clients in the past, right? And, and simply because I followed up, I remember, you know, when I was working in recruitment, I used to always get, you know, my, my managers and even the hiring team and even my colleagues saying, hey, Dean, you know, where do you find these great people? Well, the fact is, the, the great people, there's plenty of great people out there, folks. But, but, but the, the difference is I consistently followed up, right, over a period of time. And you got to do the same thing in your job search. Uh, many, you know, most of these hiring managers, you direct message. Yeah, they might not respond to you in the first time uh, for reasons that might have nothing to do with you, right? It could be that they're just busy with other stuff. So this is where you got to follow up consistently over a period of time. Now, in your follow-up, you got to make sure you're not being annoying and pestering because if it's the same follow-up message over and over again, then that's not follow-up, right? If your follow-up is, hey, do you have an update? Or, hey, did you get my last message? Or, hey, uh, have you reviewed my resume? That is not follow-up, folks. 
that is not follow-up and that's why probably most people are not responding to your follow-up right follow-up is more strategic and 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 it's always uh it's similar to the direct message you always gotta you know add some kind of value into the follow-up so again in my program i actually talk about this in more detail and and in my program i actually even do an ex uh, an example uh, a sample of how you would actually follow up over a 36 weeks period without being knowing annoying without being unprofessional or anything of that sort so you need to be able to do that right and, and it is possible to and you know some of you might be thinking well dean what if people get annoyed Folks, if you do follow up correctly the way it's supposed to be done, and if you do it strategically and effectively, you can follow up with someone literally, literally like every day, and, and they wouldn't be annoyed. And, and and again, this goes back to my experiences working in sales as a sales professional. I remember one time uh, when I was working in IT sales, I was trying to sell, uh, you know, uh, I, I was selling um, to uh, to educational facilities, uh, you know, basically IT products, right? So, and I think I was selling them a whole bunch of like laptops for the school or something like that. And I was following up with the, with the IT coordinator. And I remember following up with this IT coordinator like three, four times over a period of one week. And they were, the, this person was not annoyed. They were not annoyed because I was, uh, the, because of the way I conducted my follow-up. So you need to think about folks, how are you going to follow up without being unprofessional, without taking it personally when they don't respond, without uh, being a pest and, and, and doing it in a way that, 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 you know, adds value to the other person. That's how you need to be thinking about follow-up and carrying it out. All right. So uh, that's the three step process. Now, uh, I wanted to talk about some of the positives and negatives of direct messaging. Right. And follow up because there are positives and negatives. Because some of you might be thinking at this point. Yeah, Dean, but is direct messaging even like why? What's the big deal with direct messaging? Like if, if uh, you, uh, you know, why are you why, why are you so uh, focused on just this this aspect of, of, of being proactive? Well, let me talk about the upside first, folks, and then I'm going to tell you some of the downsides. OK. So definitely number one, and this is what I like the most about direct messaging folks. And this is why I want all of you to start direct messaging after, after this session, right? Start implementing this strategy right away. It is the most non-intrusive method of getting attention from hiring teams. It's non-intrusive, right? And, and, and by the way, myself as a job seeker, I've, I've tried so many other proactive methods, right? And when I say proactive, I mean cold calling, right? Picking up the phone, calling the organization and saying, hey, I'm interested in working for your organization. Uh, I'd like to speak to the hiring manager, blah, blah, blah. So some of you listening to that, you might be cringing, right? You might, you, you might be like, oh my God, Dean, you actually did that? Yes, folks, I have done that. And that's why I can confidently speak about direct messaging and all of these strategies because I have tried every single strategy out there as a job seeker. So I've tried cold calling. I've tried walk-in visits. Have any of you tried a walk-in visit? Probably not, right? Because it's crazy. You have to be as crazy as me to try something out like that. So this is where you actually walk into the physical office location, introduce yourself and see if you can get an interview. I've tried that as well. Hey, my name is Dean. Uh, I was actually in the area. You know, I, 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 um, I just got off another interview. Uh, I've been doing some research about your company. Really love your organization. I know that you're currently hiring for an XYZ. I was wondering if the hiring manager does happen to be available. I don't have an appointment. I'm not trying to be intrusive, but I really love the opportunity to speak with the hiring team and, and see if I might be a good mutual. There, there might be a good mutual fit for this opportunity. I've tried that, folks. Right. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. All right. Uh, but, all you know, even those call cold calling and uh and walk-in visits and, and you know a number of these other proactive methods out there uh none of them are as non-intrusive as direct messaging it's very non-intrusive so that's why you won't get as much uh, you won't get any if any uh hostility or or negative uh you know responses and stuff like that if you do it's very rarely any and if you do 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 get that through direct messaging it's simply because your direct message is not uh is not the way it should be but the upside is definitely it is the most non-intrusive method of getting the attention of hiring teams. It's non-intrusive. 
Uh, and the, which bring me to, brings me to the second part, why direct messaging is so, so amazing, so fantastic is when someone is reading your message, they have their full attention on it, right? If it is well-written, right? I, I did add that there, but think about it, folks. Think about yourself. When you're, when you're, when you're reading your email, when you're going through your LinkedIn inbox, it's because you have specifically told yourself, all right, I'm going to dedicate this, this number of minutes or this, this amount of time to go through my LinkedIn inbox. Right. Or maybe you're checking your email. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put everything aside. I'm going to go through my email inbox right now. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to clear, clear out my emails. I'm going to go through my emails. So what does that tell you? Right. When you're direct messaging someone, when they're actually checking their messages, if they are reading your message, they have their full attention on it. If I do, if I give a full, a cold call to someone, they're not going to be fully focused on my phone call folks. They might be in the middle of something else, right? Because I call them uh, out of the blue, right? Unsolicited. Same thing with the walk-in visit. Maybe the hiring manager has something going on, something else going on. Maybe they're busy. Maybe the receptionist is busy. They, they got other things going on. I'm not the, I'm not, they don't have their, their full attention focused on me. But when, when they're checking their LinkedIn email, uh, emails or their LinkedIn inbox, when they're checking their email inbox, I promise you their full attention is on your message, at least at the point at, at which they're reading your message. Now, whether or not you get their attention and they want to respond, that's a different story, of course. Right. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing that you're, that's going to get you a response because it does have to be well written. And we're going to talk about that later. But at the at the point at which they are reading your message, their full focus, their full attention is on reading your message. And that is why th this is such a great, uh, awesome thing about direct messaging. Right. Uh, when you're sending a direct message or an email. Now, the other thing is, if you write a good, strong, powerful, compelling, attention grabbing, you know, enticing message within a few seconds, the, uh, you know, the, the, the recipient can gather and, 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 and make sense of whether they want to get into a further conversation with you. Right. Because within a few seconds, if your message is well written, they know, OK, you know, uh, yeah, I definitely should get in touch with this individual. I should get in touch with this person. You know, it doesn't make sense for me to, you know, respond to this and get in touch or maybe get on a phone call, whatever it is, right? Within a few seconds, if it's a well-written direct message, uh, the recipient will be able to figure that out within a few seconds and, and it'll entice them to want to get into a further communication with you. So this is why it's so important to, to also have a, a, a very well-written direct message as well. Now, there are obviously downsides. I've kind of covered it, alluded to some of the downsides, but... Definitely, folks, look, the reality is if, if you're not writing the proper direct messages, it, it, it might not get you results. It might get you some results for sure. So uh, and here's the other thing, right? For those of you watching, you want to do this by yourself. You want to you want to carry this process out by yourself. Even for those of you who do that, you will get some responses. Like if you do it consistently, uh, you will get responses. But the fact is you won't get as much responses had it been a more effective message, right? Because keep in mind, you only have, you know, those few seconds whereby they're focused on your message. To get their attention if it doesn't get their attention they're going to move on to the next message they're going to delete your message or delete your email they're going to move on to the next message right so if your message is weak it's not compelling it doesn't have the right components it's not going to stand out they're going to move on to the next message right so that is one of the downsides uh the other downside is you got to conduct your research you got to lay the groundwork right some of you might be like dean i don't have the time to research these people and blah 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 well the downside to that folks is you might be sending messages that might be completely irrelevant to the person that you're you're sending them to you got to know who you're reaching out to right and this does require some time some research time right you got to research who you who you're going to reach out to then you got to compile a message that's going to be appealing to them it's going to be compelling to them because if it isn't uh it's it's it, i mean it's, it's just irrelevant to them right it's not going to get you anything so there there does require it does require you to set aside some time 
maybe an hour or two every day where you got to figure out and research who you're going to be reaching out to so you can send them a message that's going to increase your chances of getting a response. And finally, of course, and I've already kind of mentioned this, one message is not sufficient, folks. One message is not sufficient. Follow-up is crucial. It is crucial. It is a must-have. Uh, and good follow-up, by the way, right? It has to be good follow-up because if you're not, if your follow-up message is not good, uh, that's not going to do anything either. So uh, you have to understand, you have to realize that one direct message is not sufficient. Uh, you know, I, I get people, uh, you know, um, uh, messaging me and stuff like that and saying, Dean, I sent out a direct message. I didn't get any, res any responses. Folks, most of the time, most people will not respond to your first direct message, even if it's a really good, well-written message. A really well-written well message simply increases the response ratio, right, on, on the first contact. But even the best messages out there, you might not get a response on the first contact. You need to follow up, right? So follow-up has to be incorporated as well. Do not depend on just one direct message and, and putting all your hopes on that one direct message. And the other thing is, do not put your all, all your hopes on just one person, right? You have to continuously be reaching out to different people and new organizations, new opportunities that you're identifying. You got to be reaching out. You got to consistently do that. Otherwise, what's going to happen and what most of you are doing is you tr you're going to try this for a few days. Then you're going to throw your hands up and be like, yeah, you know what? This is not working. It's not working for me. Uh, you know, I don't know how to do this and stuff like that. Well, that's on you folks, right? You got you to gotta understand one direct message is not going to be enough. You got to do the follow-up. And you got to reach out to enough people, right? You, you got you to understand that. Now, how did I come up with the formula? Some of you folks might be wondering, well, Dean, is this just random stuff? How did you come up come up with this stuff? So it's uh, I started figuring, you know, getting really into this back in 2014. Uh, so back in 2014, I took a break from recruiting. I was working in automotive sales at a car dealership, which is where I didn't want to be. I actually wanted to be. So I took a break from recruiting. But I, pretty soon after, I wanted to get back into recruiting. But my, my I just... But my job search uh, skills were not there. Like I could not, I was going through what most of you are probably going through right now, right? So as I was working in automotive sales and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm studying sales more, I'm studying, you know, uh, negotiating, closing and all this, all, all that fun stuff. As I'm doing this stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see, uh, you know, some, some, some similarities, right? I'm starting to see that, you know what? I, I got this realization, right? Hey, you know what? I got to apply the sales process to the job search process. Right. I, I started realizing that and I started realizing that there's a lot of similarities and it's a pretty much I mean, you know, some things might be different, but it's very, very similar. So what I started doing is I started over the next two years after I had that realization, I started studying, like spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on studying sales, marketing, prospecting, follow up, negotiating and studying this stuff in depth uh, and, and, and you know, experimenting it and, and applying it to the job search process. Because I, I was really obsessed with getting that part of my life figured out, right? So this is where I studied cold calling, in-person visits, networking, marketing. I studied all the sales masters out there, Grant Cardone, uh, who uh, Brian Tracy, Jeffrey Gittimer, Tom Hopkins, pretty much anyone you could think of, folks. I started studying all these people, spending hundreds, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars on books, seminars, webinars, conferences, all this stuff, because I wanted to strengthen my understanding of this. And then at the, at the tail end of this two-year period, right, around 2016, that's when I finally, finally figured out that I had come across something that was, uh, at least at that point, somewhat effective. And I started getting responses through using and utilizing my direct messaging strategy, right? So this is where I, I started to, uh, uh, you know, and it was at the tail end of this that I, I experienced a 20% response ratio for direct messages that I was sending out. Now, uh, just a quick note, right? I, I, you notice I put there that 20% is like a magic number in sales. Anyone, you know, those of my people working in sales know that 
20% is kind of a magic number in sales, right? So so if you if you have like you know uh, uh, whatever number of uh, of appointments or sales meetings with people, uh, if you're doing well, at least 20% of those should convert into actual sales, right? So so 20% is like this magic number that 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 we all kind of aspire to within sales and recruiting and all this stuff. Uh, for the most part, I mean, there might be some exceptions here and there, but uh, that's why, uh, you know, my aim when I was trying to develop this whole process in, in direct messaging, my aim was to get at least or, or work myself towards a 20%, 20% response ratio. So I reached that at the tail end of the period. And that's when I knew I, I'd come across something, but it didn't stop there. Over the years, I started continuing to, uh, you know, continuing to uh, to further work out this process and uh, and figure this thing out. So as I was doing this, this is when I kind of started, even when I was employed, right? Even, even when I was happily employed and working for organizations, I still used to fake job search, right? Because I wanted to uh, test out this, this process that I was figuring out, making certain pivots and adjustments here and there and experimenting with this, you know, making little changes here making little changes there, experimenting, uh, experimenting with it. And the current version of my three-step process is the result of all of these many years of, of, of fumbling and stumbling and trying to figure this thing out, right? So just some background story on how I came across this process. And definitely, definitely shout out goes to all those sales masters I studied and, you know, anyone that's ever uh, mentored me in sales and marketing and negotiating and all that stuff, because that is definitely what I have applied to the job search, to the job search process. So uh, this is a major factor in, in all of this. Now, some of you might be wondering, yeah, Dean, but, but does this direct messaging thing really work? Well, this is a message I got from a couple of weeks back from someone who reached out to me and they said, hey, Dean, uh, thank you for continuing to do useful webinars. While I'm not able to join live, I do watch them later. I wanted to personally thank you for job search strategy specific webinars. I no longer apply to bulk applications online, but ensure that I reach out to hiring managers directly after applying. And this has really improved my response rate. Of course, not everyone responds, right? That's a reality, folks. Not everyone responds, but the rate is still higher than when I was just machine gunning my resume everywhere. I will personally update you when these responses turn into an offer. Have a great rest of your week. So by the way, this I, I received this message uh, before I even released my program because I used to always talk about direct messaging, right? And this person reached out to me a couple of weeks back and, 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 you know, every now and then I get messages like this, right? People who actually carry out what I'm telling them to do, what I'm advising them to do. And they, they achieve these successes. And, and I hear about these success stories. So look, uh, in the next couple of slides, folks, I'm going to share more information about my program and, and my special offer for you. Uh, so if you're interested in hearing more about how I can help you definitely stick around. But for those of you who don't want to, my advice to you is look, just, just carry out the process, do it consistently and and keep doing it doing it consistent you know if you do it just once or twice it, you're not going to get any responses nothing's going to be different nothing's going to change if you're working out at the gym right for those of you who are who are you know health uh, you know all of you health nuts out there uh is it effective if you only work out at the gym once or twice and and, and then stop going and expect the, the 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 results to start coming in probably not right let me know in the comments what you think about that no you have to do it consistently you're, you might not see the results immediately but you need to do it consistently and over a period of time, right? And that's how you're going to get results. So uh, now for the rest of you who might be wondering like, hey, this, you know, Dean, I'm, I, I, I'm, I definitely want to learn more about how you can help me. It sounds like a lot of work. I need more handholding. I need some guidance on this. Uh, so I'm going to share more information about my course, folks. And I'm going to share with you a very special offer I have for you. And I'm going to go over what's included in the course in a bit more detail. And then after that, I'm going to get into the, the Q&A part and I'm going to respond to any questions you have about the three-step process or anything job search related at all, I want you to put any of your questions in the comments, all right? I'm going to get to that shortly. So uh, for those of you wondering, hey, 
uh, can you tell me more about the course, Dean? Can you can you tell us more about the course? Well, first of all, folks, I've made it as concise and as short as possible, right? Dean Kulawira style, you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know I'm very concise. I'm, I'm very concise with my information. So I've made it, I've pretty much compressed it into a total three to four hour completion time, right? You can literally complete the course within three to four hours um, and, and um, or at your own pace, right? It, it's pretty much pretty much at your own pace. Like you can do it in one sitting within three to four hours, or you can spread it out over a couple of days. Uh, it's entirely up to you. Uh, now, what is my course going to help you achieve? Well, it's going get to you, get you up to at least 20% or even more, maybe even more responses from hiring teams, right? When you're applying to jobs online using my process, and I'm going to be teaching my process in, in much more detail. Uh, it's also going to help you generate more opportunities for yourself, which you can pursue with confidence through leveraging not just the publicly posted job opportunities, uh, but also the hidden job market as well. So that's what my horse course is gonna gonna help you achieve. Next, you're gonna know how to get in direct contact with hiring teams and actually get responses. I'm gonna show you the four components to a successful, strong, compelling direct message. Right? I'm gonna show you how to how to compile such a message and send it out so, so you're actually getting responses from hiring teams. I'm gonna show you how to get more control over the outcomes of your job search. Right? So I don't want you to you know no more finger crossing. No more hoping, wishing, praying, uh, and playing the job search lottery, just hoping, you know, something's going to hit, right? I don't want you opening up your laptop or your computer in the morning and thinking, here we go again, another day of mystery, another another day of, uh, you know, surprises, another good type of surprises, right? So I'm going to, through my program, you're going to have more control over the outcomes of your job search because you're going to have a clearly defined three-step process that you're going to be following. And you're gonna be left with a logical, practical, and pragmatic strategy which works in any type of job market environment. So some of you folks might be wondering, hey, Dean, what if it's a, a prosperous economy? What if it's a, you know, a down market economy? Folks, this strategy is gonna work regardless of the type of economy or job market environment you're in, right? Because you're gonna be doing what most people are not gonna be doing. You're gonna be sending compelling direct messages. You're gonna be following up to increase the, the number of opportunities that you have on your hand. And also finally, this is an immediate term and not a long-term strategy. This is something to get you quick results. This is not something that's gonna take you months and months or years to, to attain, right? Now, myself, okay, I'm just gonna keep it real with you folks, right? Myself, I'm at a point in my career because I have built such a strong brand for myself on LinkedIn where I don't ever have to ever visit a, a job a job board probably, right? Like, uh, I mean, I'm running my own business right now, but if I decided to, hey, you know what? I wanna, I wanna get back into working for a recruitment agency. I can literally post something on LinkedIn and, and I'll probably get responses and direct messages from, from you know, hiring, uh, you know, hiring managers at staffing agencies and, and staffing agency owners. I even know, uh, you know, other staffing agency owners here in Toronto. On, uh, I, have, I have like their, 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 their mobile numbers and stuff like that. But it took me so many years of building my personal brand in order to be in the position that I'm in right now. So you, by impl implementing my strategy, folks, this is not a long-term strategy. This is not something that's going to take you months and months or years and years for you to get the kind of results you want. This is, I, I, I kept this in mind with the immediate short-term in mind, because I know you got bills to pay. You got a roof you got to keep over your head. You got groceries you got to buy. You got, uh, and maybe if you're not, un maybe you're not unemployed, maybe you're not unemployed, maybe you're employed, but you're stuck in your career, right? You want to move on to the next level of your career. Right. that's a barrier in, a, in and of itself as well right because you're stagnant you're like you're like hey you know i'm not getting anywhere like i need to i need to step it up in my career i want to go to the next level well this is an immediate short-term strategy folks this is not long term this is not something that's going to take months and and, and and years uh it might take a couple of weeks depending on how how how, how well you stick to uh, my process and how consistently you do it 
but this is uh, this is for people i had i had the short term in mind for this i had the immediate term in mind for this so that that that, that uh, you know those those should be your expectations as you uh, uh you know uh, if, if you're looking to consider this program i i took the immediate and the short term into consideration and, and i want you to get results as soon as possible within a couple of weeks assuming you carry out the process exactly the way i i i, I you know kind of noted out now i'm just i'm going to go over the details of the program in terms of what you're getting and i'm going to share with you my special offer for today and then after that folks we're going to get into the uh, uh you know the actual uh, uh you know the q a part i'm going to respond to your questions and all that stuff all right so uh first of all it's lifetime access this is it's a one-time investment right lifetime access uh what are you getting well it's two plus hours of pre-recorded -re -pre uh video material right and it's divided into 15 to 30 minute segments right so it's, you're not watching all two hours at the same time but i've divided it over the over the three modules i've divided it into 15 to 30 minute segments right so i think there's like two videos per module and they're divided into 15 15 to 30 minute segments uh guiding you through each you know each part of my three-step process so you know that right there i'd say 500 dollars of value right there all right also extensive written period breaking down the various components further right so you got some reading material it's not like long thesis style it's not like you know whole a whole book books worth of uh stuff it's very concise uh you know written stuff that you can read through that that further breaks down the components in a bit more detail uh, and expands on things a bit more so that right there 250 dollars of value right there also additional resources to help you through the process such as spreadsheets uh lists i got templates uh, and like i mentioned for the follow-up I, I i have a 36 weeks follow-up example on how you would do that if you were to do that i've also got direct messaging examples like how you're going to structure the direct message the various components of the direct message uh that's what uh, you know that, so there's going to be those additional resources as well i, I put a hundred dollars there I'm, I'm, i would say it's probably worth more than a hundred dollars but it is there and then to make sure you're understanding the material after every section, I have a quick knowledge test quiz after every section to make sure that you understand the material. So this is nothing, nothing you got to study for folks. Don't, so don't stress out over that. It's just like a true or false, true or false or multiple choice questions. Maximum is like, I think like five questions or something like that, but it's just to make sure you're on track. You're understanding the stuff. Now you might be wondering, well, Dean, do you provide any extra support? absolutely definitely have extra support because i don't want you, i don't want you to feel like you, you know you're you're being pushed into the deep end of the pool and expected to swim so in terms of extra support two things right two things i'm offering additional number one is uh you have access to a private facebook group uh, community where you can post your questions uh and not just your questions also your struggles your challenges uh, and even your wins your wins and your successes and it's also a great place for you to connect with other people on the program as well right so it's a private facebook group community no one outside of the community can can, can see what you're posting and stuff like that it's it's 100 private uh, and it's an opportunity for you to again get your questions answered throughout the week all right and and, and again a great networking opportunity as well for others in the program so so far folks i think i have like eight people signed up to the program so already uh you know there are people on the program uh, uh that, that you can again uh in the exact same boat as you are right that they're experiencing the same thing so the, the private facebook group is where you can post your questions and i will personally respond to any questions and share my tips and advice along the way as well right now if that's not enough if that's not enough i wanted to go above and beyond as well right because that right there's 200 of value the private facebook group but here's the other big thing folks and i'm going above and beyond here weekly live group zoom call with me with me personally not not recorded dean not pre-recorded dean it's a live group call on zoom with myself right now it is a group call uh it's not just it's not going to be one-on-one -on -one. everyone in the group is going to be on the call 
but this is for for me to make sure that you're on track again right because it's not just a matter of you know uh, uh you folks spending money on this program no i want to make sure that you are getting through the program i'm going to hold you accountable i'm going to be asking you hey how far are you in the program have you done this have you done that uh how are you planning out your day have you have you executed on this have you executed on that we all need accountability folks i have done this myself as a sales professional i have gotten mentors and i have invested in programs where i had someone holding me accountable so this is why i wanted to add this as part of the program as well a weekly group uh, zoom call so the first zoom call is actually we're having this on monday folks so if you sign up i definitely want to see you there on monday uh but it's going to be every week folks all right and and again this is so that i can make sure you're you're on track uh, and you understand the material uh but it's also for you know if if you have any questions uh you have any concerns challenges what you're facing and all that stuff i will be there live to respond to your questions and and help guide you through the process so you're not doing this alone folks all right so that in itself is $1000 plus of value right now i put $1000 plus because if you notice i did not put a time frame on that so right now this is indefinitely so this is going to be for for however long i decide to do these group zoom calls uh definitely at least for a few months at least for a year i would say uh, i'm going to be doing these group zoom calls right so that's definitely me going above and beyond to make sure that you understand and you're getting a guidance and support along the way as well all right now there's also no risk uh, aspect to it as well right so let's say you're like dean you know i'm not sure if the program is right for me you know i'm not i'm not sure if it's the right thing for me blah 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 whatever hey 30 back 30 day money back guarantee folks no questions asked if you feel within 30 days that uh the program is not for you you, uh, you know it's it's not uh, you're not getting any value out of it and stuff like that uh all you got to do is send me an email within 30 days uh and let me know and then uh, you get your money back guaranteed no questions asked right uh total value over $2000 Canadian right there now i don't expect you to spend $2000 no way because i know a lot of you aren't employed you might be unemployed right now you might be tied on your finances you're taking care of your family you're investing in your your certifications and all that stuff and i wanted to make sure i wanted to offer something that was that would make sense for as many people not just in north america because i'm i'm thinking global folks right i want to help people all over the world because i know this strategy is, is going to help people regardless of their location anywhere in the world so i'm going to so so i wanted to make it as affordable as possible to many people as as much as possible no matter the location in the world right so my special offer for you dean's ridiculous price for today if you invest in the program $87.77 Canadian folks, right? For all this value that I'm offering, I'm bringing to the table because again, like I said, I'm not even doing this for the money, folks. I I could make more money probably as a recruiter. Like the smart thing for me to do is probably get back get into recruitment right now. Uh and you know, when I was in recruitment, uh uh you know, specializing in IT, uh the average salary in IT is between like what? Like 80 to 100k or something. And uh, the standard recruitment fee is like 20% is is 20% of of the annual salary is what the recruiter charges to the the client. I could make more more money placing one candidate and 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 that's coming from me. I have I have like I think 26,000 connections on LinkedIn, mostly IT people, mostly here in Canada, uh here in Toronto. I'm definitely not doing this for the money folks because I know right now a lot of people need help and I wanted to make this program as affordable to as many people as possible. So that's why I'm offering it at this price. I probably will increase the prices later, right, as the program gets more popular uh to make sure that it uh, you know the people that really need it are able to get on the program. uh but this is this is what I'm offering for the program right now $87.77 Canadian all right now for those of you who want to sign up this is the link and I'll post the link in the comments later on but you can sign up today at www.dkglobaltalent.com/getinterviews again www.dkglobaltalent.com/getinterviews I will post the link in the comments 
or feel free to send me a direct message if you want the link. I'm happy to share the link with you, right? But this is my special offer for you. I want to help as many people as possible. Now, uh, the greatest mistake, folks, that I made, right, is trying to figure this whole process out and experimenting with things, uh, you know, getting the coaches and then, you know, studying sales in depth and all that stuff. Uh, the biggest mistake I did was trying to figure everything out on my own. And I spent two years trying to figure that out, right? Two years away from the career that I that I could have been building, two years away from who, know, who knows where I would be right now had I not spent two years trying to figure this out on my own, right? And you should not be trying to figure it out on your own, folks. So let me ask you this. How long have you been trying to figure it out, folks? I want you to ask yourself that, right? Uh, you don't need to put it in the comments. I want you to ask yourself this question. How long have you been trying to figure this out? Customizing your resume, trying to get referrals, uh, trying to approach recruiters, trying to do the direct messaging yourself, trying to do the follow-up yourself, uh, sending out the messages. You're doing all, you're doing, uh, you know, every single effort possible. Because I have not met one job seeker that was lazy, folks, right? I can honestly say that. None of you out there are lazy. None of you are lazy. And none of you lack talent or intelligence either. What you do lack is, is the actual process on how to get this stuff done. So how long have you trying to been, been trying to figure it out, folks, right? It's costing you time. It's costing you income. And it's costing you a peace of mind, right? Whether you're unemployed right now, or whether you're 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 employed but you're stuck in your career, you want to move ahead in your career, it's costing you one of these things. And the peace of mind aspect is probably the most expensive uh, out of all of those things, right? Because the last thing you need to think about is is uh, you know where what you're going to do with your career, right? That that's that's one additional piece of stress and anxiety you definitely don't need, right? The eighty-seven dollars Canadian folks is not the problem that you're having right now, right? Because I try to make it as affordable as possible, right? Regardless of your location in the world, I try to make it as, as affordable as possible. The $87 Canadian is not the problem, folks. The problem is you not being able to land a job right now. The problem is sending up, putting all that effort into your job search, into your applications, into your resume, into your certifications, into all that stuff. You are like a Lamborghini stuck in a garage, right? That is the problem. That is the real problem. You not being able to land a job. You were not meant to be stuck in some garage. You were not be meant to be to be stagnant, folks. You were meant to go out there, achieve, uh, and do amazing things. Whatever your skill is, whatever your your field is, whatever your industry is, right? So, look, if you have any questions, anything I didn't cover, I'm gonna get into the Q and A part shortly, folks. Hey, I want to hear from you, even if you decide not to go ahead with the program. I'm here to support you, right? I'm here to support you. You're gonna see my content. I post content on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Uh, to help all of you folks in your job search, right? So stay close to me. Good things will happen if you stay close to me, folks, all right? Uh, at least in regards to your job search. So any questions you have, send me a direct message. Send me an email, dean at dkglobaltalent.com. You have some uncertainty about the program. You're unsure about the results and then all that all that stuff. Uh, no worries at all. Feel free to send me a direct message, folks. Happy to help you out. And for those of you looking to invest, again, the link is there. I will post a link in the comments as well shortly. Uh, but it's www.dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews. And again, just another uh, recap on what you're getting for the program. Uh, two plus hours pre-recorded material, extensive written theory, breaking down the various components, additional resources like spreadsheets, lists, templates, examples, all that stuff. Knowledge tests, quiz after every section. Uh, also extra support. You get access to a private Facebook group, group community where, where you can post your questions throughout the week and make new friends. Also, weekly Zoom group calls. On, uh, and the first call is going to be on Monday. So if you're signing up, I hope to see you on Monday. And um, it's going to be every week on, on Zoom where I'm, I'm going to be able to help you and hold you accountable and address any questions you might have. Uh, no risk. If you, if you feel the program is not the right fit for you, let me know within 30 days. You get your money back. You get your, your, you get your investment back. No questions asked. 
And also, finally, I forgot to mention this is you get also uh, entry into my affiliate program, right? So this is where you automatically qualify if you want to uh, to uh, to be in my affiliate program. So you can refer people and you get a 25% commission for, for whatever service or product that you refer them to that they sign up for, right? So again, my special offer for you, $87.77 Canadian today, folks. Again, www.dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews all right so i hope to see you folks interested in joining on the program if you have any questions just let me know all right so let's get into the q a part right let's get into the fun stuff uh let me just uh make sure i stop sharing my screen yeah it looks like it's all good all right folks all right so folks let me know let me know your your questions in the comments and 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 hey look if you found this session helpful uh make sure you give me a like and a share all right i want to help as many people as possible out there oh it's snowing out here yeah, it looks like we got we got some snow out here, right? Uh, so anyway, folks, uh, let's get into the questions and make sure you hit like, make sure you share. I definitely want to hear what your questions are. Uh, so let's get into the questions. All right, if there are any any job search questions, any any questions about the three step process, or even qu any questions about the program, feel free to put in the comments, folks. All right, I'm going to go over the questions right now. Uh, so let's see here. Let's see here. Don't be shy, by the way. No, folks, no such thing as a stupid question. All right, I will answer all of your questions. Uh, so let's check it out here. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Wow. looks like, uh, you guys are a bit of a quiet group today. All right. Uh, any job search questions? All right. So, all right. So we got a question here from Mohammed. So shout out to Mohammed. Uh, Mohammed, thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for your question. All right. So Mohammed says I'm in midst of the PR process. I want to know if I should start applying, uh, jobs from the job bank. Does the company will recruit or not? Okay. So Mohammed, this is a great question. Now, Mohammed. Here's the reality moment, all right? And I'm not, sorry, excuse me. I'm not not trying to not trying to discourage you, Mohammed. All right, but but the here's the reality moment, all right? You are competing with people that are already on the ground here in uh, in Canada or Toronto. I'm not sure where you're moving to, uh, Mohammed. But uh, if you're uh, any of you folks who are overseas, you got your PR, you're about to move to Canada, but you're still overseas. Understand, folks, uh, you are competing with people who are already on the ground here in Toronto or in Canada, all right? So high levels of competition. So the chances that the organization is going to consider you as a serious candidate if you're still overseas might be uh, might not be ideal, uh, Mohammed, right? Because there's so many people locally over here that are on the ground that are probably applying for the same jobs you are. So uh, my advice to you, Mohammed, is, hey, I'm not saying give up. Don't give up on, on applying and all that stuff. My advice is keep applying if you want to keep applying. That's fine. But what you want to do, Mohammed, is start building your network. Start building your connections, right? So you need to be looking up people here in, uh, so I'm not sure if you're moving to Toronto, Mohammed, but if, let's say, for example, you're moving to Toronto, you need to be uh, networking with any and, uh, you know, reaching out to making, maybe sending out some LinkedIn connection requests to uh, fellow professionals in your field, right? Now, that does not mean you message them and say, hey, can you help me find a job? That is not the right approach. That is not how you network, folks. Do not ask things from people if you, you yourself have not given them anything, right? That's always been my philosophy. Always give people, always offer value if you're going to ask for something, right? But even if that's not the case, Mohammed, just say, hey, uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm immigrating to Canada soon. Just looking to expand my network. Would love to connect with fellow professionals in my field. Thought it would be great to have you in my network. That's the approach you should take. And then, you know, have a chat with them, you know, maybe get up on a Zoom call, join some local uh, groups, uh, uh, you know, dedicated to your industry or, or your profession, Mohammed. So, you know, lay the groundwork, folks, so, folks, strategy, folks, strategic, right? You got to think strategically. So lay the groundwork. So, so you're in a good position when you're, when you're over here. All right. So hope that helps Mohammed. Uh, thanks for your, your question there. 
let's see who else. We got Vianney in the house from Toronto. Thanks for tuning in, Vianney. Good to have you here. We got Abdiali from Mississauga. Thanks for tuning in, Abdiali. We got Emmanuel from Rwanda. Wow, Rwanda in the house. Thanks so much for tuning in, Emmanuel. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Good to have you here. Um... Uh, so Nick said, I also started a poll this morning before the live stream, and I'm seeing the same results with a small sample size. Yeah, Nick. Uh, so Nick, folks, for those of you who are not sure what Nick's talking about here, uh, Nick's talking about the poll, poll, the poll data I shared before, right? So he's uh, basically asked, what are the top challenges job seekers are facing? And yeah, look, and, and see Nick, Nick's facing the same, he's getting the same responses. No responses when you apply is the number one challenge you're facing. So yeah, yeah, Nick, it's, it's a serious situation, right? Uh, and... Uh, uh, so I think Nick uh, posted a link for his post. So yeah, folks. So make sure you go and vote on on Nick's uh, Nick's poll, right? So so you can share what your biggest challenge is. So uh, uh, you know, shout out to Nick. I uh, hope that hope you get a lot of uh, uh, you know insightful information from that poll, Nick. Uh, so what else? Let's see. What else? What are the questions? Uh, Nick said this is a great stream today. Love it. Hey, hey thanks. Appreciate that feedback, Nick. Uh, always good to have you here. Uh, so Emmanuel says, hungry for getting to know which relevant direct message to send. Yeah, so so Emmanuel, my program does go into more detail on how you can create, you know, a powerful direct message. Uh, oh, by the way, let me let me share the link for my program as well. I, uh, I did say I was going to post that in the link. So give me a couple of seconds, folks. I will share the link in the comments and I'll get back to the questions. Uh, bear with me. Just give me a couple of seconds here. I should I should get someone to like assist me with this stuff, right? I know some some of the live streamers out there they they've got the, the fancy assistant and stuff like that. I don't have that; it's just myself. Uh, all right, so I shared it. Uh, I shared it in the uh, the comments on LinkedIn. I just got to make sure I do it for uh, the other platforms as well. Right. All right. There we go. It should work. All right. Okay. So, so what uh, what Emmanuel is saying is, right? He's like, uh, hey, I'm hungry for getting to know which. Yeah. So, so Emmanuel, there's more information about how to uh, create your direct message uh, in my program. So, I break down the four components to an effective direct message. But even for those of you not signing up for the program, what I want you to do is you need to you need to uh, you know really sit and think. What would be important to the other person? How can I create a message that's going to be compelling and get the attention of the other person? So that's what you got to focus on, right? So, uh, Emmanuel, if you're going to sign up for the program, uh, I definitely hope to see you on the program. I go into that in more detail. But if not, what I want you thinking about is what can you do to make the, the message more compelling and, and get the other person wanting to get in direct communication with you, right? So hope that helps, Emmanuel. Thanks so much for uh, for tuning in. Uh, Nikechi says, does step number one apply to say, but oh, yeah, yeah. So Nikechi, I'm glad you asked this question. So Nikechi says, does step number one apply to say potential internship positions as well? Yes, yes. Folks, for the new graduates, uh, in you know, people looking for internships, new graduates, students, entry-level people, exact same process, right? So, so Nikechi, if you're looking for internship positions, exact same process, exact same process. Uh, in fact, it's even more important for the internships because guess what? There's so many students, no many, so many new graduates that are looking to apply for internships, right? I, I get so many new grads and students uh, reaching out to me, asking me, hey, or telling me, hey, Dean, I'm, 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 you know, I can't get internships, I can't get co-ops. So folks, you need to apply this exact same process if you're a student or if you're a co-op student, or you're looking for, sorry, you're looking for internships or you're looking for co-ops, exact same process. Definitely glad you brought that up, Nikechi. Thanks so much for sharing that. 
then we got Ahil who says, can you share a formal correct message to send? Yeah, Ahil, so in my program, I, I give actually a couple of examples of the correct uh, direct messaging format. So if you more, want more information about that, uh, I share the link in, in, my com in the comments to, to sign up for my program. And uh, I do a full breakdown of, of, the, of the four components of a direct message and how you can send those kind of messages out there as well, all right? So check that out, Ahil. And if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, Alyssa says, what is the secret of that perfect, compelling direct message? Yeah, so Alyssa, if I could say, that, you know, what is that one secret? I mean, there, there's, like I said, there's four components, uh, Alyssa. But if I could if I could just say, you know, what is that one secret of a compelling direct message? It's simply putting the focus on the other person. Like, like literally that's it folks right uh put the focus on the other person right and and, and put the focus on what's important to them that will be that would probably be the the secret uh, ingredient right uh and again for those of you interested in learning more about the program and for those of you who want more detail about how you can do that again there are four components to to uh creating a compelling direct message uh, and i go into that in more detail in my program so again i shared the link in the comments feel free to check that out but hope that helps Alyssa. And hey, folks, start sending out those direct messages. Whether or not you sign up for the program, I want you to start sending out those direct messages, all right? Uh, we got Nikechi says, what would be the best strategy if the, the potential opportunity is advertised without a recruitment agency, if the position is advertised by the company itself? Yeah, Nikechi, same thing, same, uh, same, same process, right? So step one, remember what I said, you got to identify the hiring managers. If it's directly advertised by the company, you got to identify the hiring managers, right? So you got to find out who the who the potential hiring managers are and then you got to implement the remainder of the strategy right which is direct messaging and then follow up so exact same process so folks my strategy whatever the circumstances whatever the situation it's pretty much the same right the exception is if you are already being represented by a staffing agency it's not a good idea to bypass them and go directly to the hiring managers do not do that you're going to ruin your relationship they're going to blacklist you they might even pull you out of the process or, or something like that right so that is the exception but outside of that uh this exact same process right that's what you got to be using so hope that helps Nikeji. Uh, nick says snowing in markham too oh yeah yeah i guess i mean apparently uh i think it was snowing yesterday as well nick right but uh yeah it looks like we're we're getting some snow uh, coming our way uh so nick says how do you feel about the telephone for first contact instead of using linkedin messages yeah nick i definitely so nick uh, here's the here's the deal right uh, I definitely do believe that that using the phone is effective. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm I advocate for for LinkedIn messaging, Nick, is that most people that I've spoken to, and, and you know, I've been speaking to job seekers ever since I've, you know, been in recruiting and also posting here actively on LinkedIn. Right, most people are, you know, hesitant about picking up the phone and actually doing that. So that's why my focus is on is on LinkedIn messaging. But yeah, Nick, if you want to pick up the phone and give a phone call, absolutely, definitely go ahead and do that. Right. I mean, it, it might be even more effective. Like what I would suggest you do, Nick, is even pick up the phone, you know, do the phone call. Uh, if you get voicemail, leave a message and then do the direct messaging on LinkedIn as well, right? That, that would be my suggestion. But yeah, the reason why, Nick, I, I focused on the direct messaging part on LinkedIn or, 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 you know, sending emails is because most people, in my experience, most people do not want to make the cold call, right? Because it, it's, uh, it's kind of a, uh, I don't know, I, I guess, uh, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking to a lot of people. So, which I understand, I understand because, you know, myself, you know, as someone like, I, you know, someone who's worked in sales, like I, I've done cold calling, I've worked at organizations where I had to do a minimum of like 100 cold calls per day. So it's easy for me to say, yeah, pick up the phone and call the company. Uh, so, you know, I, I just don't want to push that on other people that, that might feel like it's too, uh, too much for them. Right. But hey, if you feel comfortable doing that, Nick, definitely. It's definitely effective. Uh, I would say do the phone call and then do the LinkedIn messaging uh, after that.
right? So, so great, great question there. Great comment. Always good to have you here, Nick. I uh, hope you're doing great. Uh, and looks like that's it. Looks like that is it. No more questions, folks. So, hey, look, I hope uh, everyone found this session helpful. Again, give me a like and, and uh, you know, reshare if you found the session helpful. If you have more questions about the program, hey, feel free to send me a direct message. Again, uh, my, my new program, Applying to Jobs Online 101, the three-step process to getting responses from hiring teams. Special pricing right now, $87.77 Canadian. Check it out at www.dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews. I also shared a link in the comments, but if you have any questions, you've got some hesitations, you're kind of on the fence, feel free to send me a, uh, a direct message, right? Happy to answer any questions you might have. And uh, hey, hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend, folks. And again, uh, I'm speaking at that event, that free event by CanPR, the CanPR app. It's tomorrow morning, I think 11 a.m. And then on Sunday for the new graduates, the new students, uh, or, or, you know, the new graduates, the students or whatever it is. Uh, Sunday, I'm speaking at the event hosted by Scholarship Track. It's another free event. Uh, you want the links, feel free to send me a direct message. I'm happy to hook you up with the links. All right. Those are two free events. So if you're attending those, see you tomorrow or Sunday. For those of you signing up for the course, see you on the course. See you on the Facebook group and see you on the Zoom call, Zoom call on Monday. All right. So, folks, have a fantastic weekend. We'll chat again soon. All right. Take care, everyone. Ha <laughs> ha